noticed it was a different theme song intro song that you just heard and that's because we have done a rebrand of the podcast as we've been promising so the new name is staccato with vontica and acacia yeah so it took a little brainstorming it wasn't something that a like, little a yeah. lot <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's so worth it I'm really in love with the name because it embodies so much of what we are so as everyone knows we're musicians and staccato obviously means something in a music context but then also outside of that it means to stand out to be unique and I feel like hopefully that's what we're trying to do um but yeah I think it's just a fun little name to title everything Yeah, so that's the story behind our new name. We have the new theme song and transition. So we hope you enjoy that and we'll let you get back to the episode now. Thanks for sticking with us for a whole year too. This was like a one year revamp. So thank you for going with us all this time and we're excited to see what's to come. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. And today we have a very special guest. We have Colton, who is my, we're a mutual friend of Avant and I's. He's my section leader and Avant's in case brother. I. Yes, he's yeah. Avantika's brother <laughs> by a case. My guiding spirit. He was my, what's it called? Membership. What's your role? Vice president of membership. That's right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so I met Colton first because he was my section leader. And then how much contact did you have last year when you started the... A lot, because he okay. helped me through my entire process. So did were you a section leader last year or was yes. it someone else? Oh, you were a section leader last year. Yeah, okay. I, I was a rank leader last year. So did you meet Colton in person before me or No. I didn't go to any of the in-person things last year, so probably Except not. the soccer game. You went to the soccer no. game. Mm-mm. I thought you did. No, I didn't. I didn't go to anything in person because I was like, it's not worth driving all the way to Tempe. I'll just wait yeah, till next that was year. My, that was my thing, too. And not, yeah. not knowing anyone, really. Yeah, and not even knowing where to park and stuff. Like, that stressed me out, too. Really? So I just never went Colton, to Colton, who'd you meet first? You weigh in. Honestly, I don't even know. Because when I... It probably was Acacia just because Acacia is in my section. Exactly. But Oh, no, 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 no. You know what? We met at the leadership camp before mm. the season started. So I think I met you first. But what about the pre-camps? Was that before the pre-camps? Because I came to the first pre-camp in June. It was before the pre-camps. We had a leadership before. We had a leadership yeah. pre-camp before the pre-camp, right? Yeah, we did. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. That's so where I got my first go. parking ticket, actually. I want to go. Because they parked <laughs> outside the bubble. It was like my second time being on campus. And I was like barely there for two hours. I come outside, there's a parking ticket. I but would cry. It was only a warning. Yeah. It was a warning, so I didn't cry. If it was an actual ticket, I would have cried. Did I tell you how I got my warning? My ASU parking warning? Didn't you, you like tell park story? incorrectly? Wasn't it like incorrectly? No, I wasn't even a student yet. I came for a lesson and I didn't know you had to pay for parking and I was parked in damage and I was like and I came out and it's like here's your warning so then when I actually got a ticket at ASU for the first time it was a paid one so I never even got my free warning yeah (laughs) that's how I got lucky technically school wasn't in session when I got my ticket either so ASU parking sucks yeah that's why we call people parking Nazis because it's Mm -hmm. insane Wait, get a job. Get a life, please. Stop bugging us. Don't even get me started. Right. (laughs) Colton's like two jobs I never want to do. Be a meter maid or the parking person. Oh, yeah. 
yeah, I I just don't want to do jobs that hurt people. <laughs> like, you want to help society. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, it was a, there was three actually. The other one was a tow truck driver. Oh, <laughs> Acacia's had experience with that one. Yes. Yep. I've been towed somehow by some miracle. Karma Cafe. I've never gotten a parking ticket and I illegally park on a daily basis because I have a 59 pass, but I always park in Gamage, but I, and I just risk it because there's cross parking after four, after four. And so Mm -hmm. I can park. And usually I'm just there like all day. And, and you park I, against the hedges. That's mm-hmm. what so they can't, it's, they're not going to climb in front of the hedges and like heart hop across hoods, you know, to see the parking passes. So that's what I bank on. I, I knock on wood every time I say this, but somehow have not gotten a parking pass, but I get, I seriously, I worry about it every time, every time, yeah. you know, it's, it's four o'clock or like three o'clock by the time you're parked there, they're, they're at the end of their day. No one's going to want to climb over a bush. I see the logic. (laughs) But also I park at meters without paying for them. Okay. That's dangerous. (laughs) Very, But it's always, I always park at the meters outside Barrett and I've only ever seen the tow truck come by at like 5 PM. So I like, I guess I risk it and, and I pay it downtown though. Cause downtown I'm like deathly afraid because like everywhere's metered. So I pay for downtown and it's actually not that expensive. So I think I paid one time when I parked outside of Barrett because I was going to be there for a really, really long time. But usually it's just like, I had a class And so it was just like the duration of the class. And so I like risked it. Mm -hmm. The one place I never pay is outside Vista because I I have a friend who lives there. Uh, and so I go visit her all the time, but I've never paid once. And it's funny because there's always a little cop car in the corner right there. So I park, I look at the cop car for like five minutes and I'm like, okay, I guess I'm just going up. And so I Remember when we went to the Barrett ladies tea and the mm-hmm. entire time I was stressing because like, yeah. so they didn't tell us that they were going to validate parking. I should have assumed they would because I could have just parked in a garage, but instead I parked over at Vista and I was like shitting myself the whole tea. I was like, I'm going to get towed. I'm going to get towed. <laughs> and so the tea ends and I'm like, I run. I'm like, Avant, come with me. And we run. It was just like, I just need to look at my car. I need to make sure there's And then we did. So then we went and parked it over like by Taco Boys and then Mm -hmm. walked across the street and we walked around. And remember, I like didn't know my way around yet, but like we just walked around campus. And I had no idea where I was going. So I was just following you and you had a little idea where you were going. You know, it's the confidence I do. It's, you know, it's really 99% confidence. 1% I actually know what I'm doing. Yeah. It pays off. It's okay. And your direction is better than mine. And that's a fact. So Colton, we ran into Kayla in person, like from the section Oh yeah. No way. When? Yes. We were so I had never met her in person, but I recognized her and this was when she had fucked up her knee. So her <laughs> she was in this brace and I saw she she actually called out to me. We were walking by and she was like, "Acacia?" and I was like, "Kayla?" and I was like, "What do you do to your leg?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'm out of I can't do band." <laughs> And she like works at Dutch Bros. And I remember texting her about it. I was like, "How come you're doing like no band?" She's like, "I got a really good opportunity at Dutch Bros." I don't know if she was like promoted to manager or something, but it's possible. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so we just, we lost her, but I know everyone's like dying for spots at Dutch Bros. People are always applying. So it's a very, you nice have to be so job. sunny though. I don't have enough oh my gosh. to be like that. I also, can't even, I want to go to a coffee it? shop and just like, die. <laughs> it's annoying. It's, I don't even think they get extra customers because it, 
because they do it or anything. And every time I drive up there, I'm like, oh my God, get ready for a whole ass conversation. I know my coffee's ready. Just give it to me. But they need, go ahead. One time I went to Dutch Bros and I shit you not. This person asked me what I was doing tonight three times in a row. (laughs) They're like, hey, what you got going on tonight? And I'm like, I'm just chilling, studying. And then, and then he goes and makes my drink, comes back and he's like, oh, (laughs) How you doing? What are you doing tonight? Oh <laughs> like, uh, I'm just Still studying, chilling. You know, chilling. <laughs> and then he, he leaves like, and then brings my car back and brings my drink. And he's like, oh, what you got going on tonight, man? Oh. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> they try so hard. They exactly. try so hard. And like, I'm never doing anything interesting either. So I'm always like, oh no, just chilling. Literally, that's all I say. What do they get out of that? I'm a friendly person. So like, I'll actually like have a conversation with them, but you know. So do I, but that doesn't mean I enjoy it. I'm just there for my coffee. If I want to have a conversation, I'll call you or something. I don't need to talk to a random stranger. See, this is hilarious because I think other people would think it was the absolute other way around. Like Avantika would love having the conversation. She'd totally do it. Whereas I'm like ice queen over here. I just like, (laughs) I'm like cold as fuck. Like don't want to like have a conversation. But it's the opposite. Like, I enjoy the conversation and Ivanka's over here, like, being just nice, like, fake nice. Yeah, which not to say, like, I love having conversations, but with people that matter, not with someone I'm never going to see again. I You're saying it. Dutch Bros employees don't matter? Come on, Ivanka. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to get canceled for this. Colton, <laughs> did you work at a coffee shop? Weren't you a barista? Uh, no, I've never been a barista, but I currently still work as oh. a coffee roaster. A coffee roaster. Oh. Yeah. So do you, are you like really picky about your coffee? Or are you one of those people who needs it a certain way? Um, picky about his beans. I'm, I'm not really even picky. Well, yeah, I am picky about the beans. They have to be like, <laughs> I haven't drank like at home. I haven't drank any other coffee, but my own for probably like almost two years now. Wow. It's been a while. But so how do you like your coffee? Give us the Colton coffee. See, that's the thing. Oh. I am not like a lot of like hardcore coffee people because a lot of hardcore coffee people are like you drink it black anything else sucks and then, <laughs> exactly. and then they only want black coffee but I like I was in the mood for like this is what I'm holding right now a chai a chai tea like mm-hmm. a, a, it's a dirty chai it's got espresso yeah. in it too but like mm-hmm. I like lattes I like black coffee I like literally everything it just depends on the mood that's why mm-hmm. if anybody wants to put cream in their coffee i'm not like you're ruining it i'm just like yeah, it's just who you are it's what you like it's exactly. coffee that's the great thing about coffee that's why i love it so much you can you're so really accepting i love it you're yeah not, that's very you it's very consistent with your personality just like let people do whatever the fuck they yeah. want it doesn't affect me it doesn't matter <laughs> that's like so that's like your motto in life colton mm-hmm. absolutely yeah, I love it. yeah. I would 100% agree with that every time. You said that. I just quoted. Like, that was a quote from you. You've Probably. said that before. <laughs> no, because we were literally talking. I don't know what we were talking about. I think we were talking about, like, LGBT stuff. And you're like, <laughs> I literally don't care. Like, people can do whatever they want. Like, doesn't matter. Yeah. That's yeah. why I, mean, I don't people get are why so people serious. get so heated. Yeah. Literally, if it True. doesn't affect you, stop putting your nose in other people's business. Let people yep. live their lives. We would have a much happier world if people would just do that. If people would just be like, hey, you you be you, and it is what it is. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Are we excited for the Vegas Bowl game? So oh, yeah. excited. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Me too. I mix Colton, I think, 
someone needs to get high and do turn two up in the arc. Uh, okay. <laughs> the that, tradition. that makes me laugh still to this day. We can have I, Mikey do it. Mike, we just give him a bottle of tequila. He'd do it. Mikey and the tequila. I will you never know forget. there's going to be stories after this trip. Hey, you know it. Colton, what is so your Rick, what is your account of the Alto party? I want to hear what your point of view was of how well, the was, journey went down. I was just happy hanging out with Emma and watching everything happen <laughs> because like that's there was a point the most entertaining positions you get oh. to see everyone else yeah oh that's the best the best thing about parties for me because like I don't drink yeah. I, I I'm always just chilling and watching everything happen and I think it's it's almost like watching a tv show to me <laughs> because I like at one moment Acacia's screaming at somebody <laughs> and like having a good time the next moment Acacia's like I can't remember if it was you or Taryn one of you guys was was giving each other a pep talk, and I was just. Aaron was, was giving me a pep talk because I was whining about my boyfriend for the fifteenth time, and so Kate, we were in the corner, and Mikey and Caitlin and Taryn were giving me a pep talk. Me nice. and Emma were literally chilling. We were like looking at her, uh, the saxophone oh. guy name or uh, the game that she brought. You know what I'm talking about? The Kenny. Oh, the beat. Yeah, what? it was Kenny G. Oh, she brought was, the Kenny G game. She brought yeah. the Kenny G game and she was showing me it and we were laughing about it. We were, we were just like looking at all the cards. And then I kind of like looked up for a sec and I saw you and Taryn, like you looked super depressed and like, what do I do? What do I do? And Taryn's like, you got this. You just need to pick yourself up or something like that. Yes. And I was just crying laughing. I was just, That's so every funny. time I blinked, something else was going on around the room. And it was like yeah. a different atmosphere. I, when when I like we went out outside, <laughs> when we went outside to smoke, you didn't come out though, did you? Uh, I came out for a little bit. I was there when the guy told us to be quiet. Okay, that was the second time we went outside then, because I don't remember you being outside the first time. And that n- no one yelled at us the first time, but Caitlin like sent Taryn and I back inside. She's like, "You guys are too <laughs> to go inside." <laughs> I have a story about the Kenny G game because we did a white elephant in high school. Like Wait, when I, you've heard of the Kenny G? You know about the game? Yeah, I know about the Kenny G game, and I have my own story. Yeah, Let's hear it. So we did a white elephant, and the gift I originally got was a cookbook. And I was like, what am I going to do with the cookbook? I don't cook. I don't have much interest in this. It looks boring. Someone else had the Kenny G game. And so all the other guests are like pretty mid. I didn't really like anything. So I think I stole the Kenny G gift from no 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 it was after the fact all the stealing was done and we all had our gifts and then I was like yo who wants to exchange with me I don't want a cookbook someone else was like oh I'll take it it was the person with the Kenny G game and I was like you know what I prefer this Kenny G game over my cookbook so then we exchanged turns out the cookbook had a $15 gift card in the sleeve of it. I totally missed out on that. And I was stuck with the stupid Kenny G game. And then we tried playing it. None of the rules made sense. We didn't even get through one round. We couldn't make sense of it. So I packed it up and I kept it in the band room. And I was like, you know what? If someone else wants to play it at some point, they can play it. And I'm pretty sure it got tossed or something. I'd be but so I didn't upset. take it home with me. I would yeah, I was basically upset. left the white elephant with no gift. Yeah, and I lost fifteen dollars because that cookbook was originally mine. I was so sad. What kind of game everyone card made it? fun of me too? They're like, "Ha ha! How can you do this? You're stuck with the Kenny G game!" Ha ha. Like, what kind like, of gift card was it? It was from Starbucks. 
would have used it. Yup. I know. This is what you get, though, for being only an eater and not a cook. See, you're making fun of me now, too. Just let me... I know my, the consequences of my actions, okay? I don't need other people. Like, don't rub it in. Don't yeah, rub it don't in. So rub it in. you don't cook? Is that what that is? Not really, no. I like eating more than I like me, cooking. One time I came over and she's like, oh, yeah, let's bake something. She just basically watched me. She, like, got me the ingredients out of the cupboard, and I just, I made whatever we were making. We were making brownies. They turned out wow. amazing. You did a good job, and Thank I did you. a good job giving you moral support. She's she's very a support. It's funny because I think, Colton, do you think personality-wise, Avantika and I are very similar? Actually, no. Okay, I, I would say (laughs) I can expand. Um, I was actually really see when you guys started the whole podcast thing, I found out through um, Instagram. Mm -hmm. It was on one of your guys. I think it might've been Avantika's because I was following all the membership candidates and stuff for the fraternity. And I was like, Oh, Acacia and Avantika. And I'm like, wait, hold up. And then I, I looked at your guys' picture on the podcast and it was you acacia and i was like wait acacia's in my section and then i i thought to myself like wait how does this work <laughs> they're like mm-hmm. polar opposites at least at the time really? that's what i thought that's so interesting yeah okay, but... <laughs> why are we polar opposites i don't really think that anymore i'm starting to see more similarities as i get to know you guys better mm-hmm. but um you know originally during zoom i think you guys just gave off completely different vibes. I kind of see that. I don't remember talking much during those KSI meetings at all. I was just exactly. I thought you were quiet, Avantika. And Acacia's always loud, even on Zoom. <laughs> so like also, I knew that's what was gonna dynamic happen. because in the Piccolo <laughs> group chats or what or Zoom calls that we would have, I would talk more and interact more because like you're just more comfortable with your section. But sure. for KSI, I was like, oh my God, so many people, they're all older than me. There's so much <laughs> going on. There's just it was more overwhelming. So I think that's why I didn't talk as much. But I, I see me coming off as shy during those meetings. I and I just don't change myself. So I am the exact same. How I how you see me is what you get, honestly. <laughs> you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. <laughs> exactly. We know what we're walking into. <laughs> um, yeah, but just I think I was a little intimidated. That's why I came off like a little shy. Not yeah. anymore, though. Hopefully. No. The reason natural, why I, I asked, though, is if you think if that we're like very similar is because like, I think we both have dominant personalities, like leader kind of thing. I mean, me more so than Avantika, but like, look who's in leadership and who's not kind of thing. And it, but then Avantika and I are together and I'm still very much like the leader and Avantika just yeah. takes the back seat. What she says is because she always has to take the lead. And so she enjoys just letting me. Because with Land. everyone else, I'm in the position Acacia's in when we're together, even like small things. Like if we go out to eat, she'll be like, oh, table for two, please. But if I'm with anyone else, I'll be the one saying that. Or like, yeah, just the small things. Like she'll take over and I'm okay with that because I can never just relax and be in the backseat. Well, you guys have always been leaders, like in leadership positions and stuff throughout yeah. like the last few years of your life and stuff. Yeah. Because right. you guys were both drum majors, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's how, we, that's how we met. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how you guys both met. 
that like, but it didn't click. You've listened to podcasts. Haven't you heard this story? Well, I haven't. I've listened to a lot of them, but I haven't listened to all of them. Colton's a fan. He is a fan. I am. We'll give him the short version. Yes, the short version. I was just going to say, we've met like multiple times throughout our band career, but we never remembered each other because they were so brief. Like we met once at the Bill Humbert leadership camp. We met once during state when I hosted their band. And then afterwards, when we were talking about everything, we're like, oh my God, yeah, I think I remember you. Also, during those times, we never got a chance to talk. Also at a playoff game. Like, because mm-hmm. we did a meet and greet from the bands. And of course, the drum majors, like, especially say hi. I've shaken her hand at, like, competitions during award ceremonies. So, so she, her name sounded familiar. She seemed familiar. And we eventually figured out that we had run into each other multiple times. And it had just never clicked. Really. Interesting. That's yeah. so weird, right? That's pretty cool. It was yeah. fate. Honestly, the universe was trying to put us together. And it just took multiple attempts. <laughs> multiple attempts. <laughs> I just love how you guys still clicked, even though you have different like leadership styles as you were literally just talking. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just so into that, like the whole Bill Humbert thing that those camps were really cool because yeah. it, I think that was probably the first time that I opened my eyes to like, it's okay to be different and still be a leader because oh, yeah. you guys are totally different, like not totally different people, but I would say if you different guys were both styles. in the same leadership position, same responsibility, same everything, you guys would yeah. be night and day. But it's still going to be like the same result. Mm-hmm. I just love that. Exactly. Yeah. Me and Colton yeah. actually have had the same band director because oh. my current or my band director for junior senior year was the assistant band director at Colton's high school. So oh, we yeah. had the same mm-hmm. band director while we were both drum majors. So we kind of have a similar experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Were you Even drum that's major? Fate. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's fate. Who knows? Look at that. <laughs> Were you a drum major both your junior and senior year? Yeah, I was. Okay. Yeah. It was a ton of fun. I loved it. Loved maybe. every moment of it. Same and way. you tried out for SDMB <laughs> and then realized like, you know, it wasn't really something you want to do and you didn't get it. So it just worked out, right? Yeah, I mean, I gave it a try. I, I remember at the time I was really like into it and I was like oh yeah that's something I want to do mm-hmm. and then I auditioned and I didn't get it but it was like a really eye-opening experience for me because I was like you know I really like marching and like my last two years of high school I didn't really get that and I eventually wanted to end up like where I am now with doing section leader stuff because when I thought back to high school all the time I was like man, I wish I could have been a section leader. As, as much as I love doing drum major stuff, I was like, section leader is a lot of fun too. So. Yeah. And you're closer with your section and stuff. So oh, it's yeah. a different experience than being drum major. I, I kind of that's was like, like, I was going to say, I think that just, it suits you so well to be <laughs> section leader because you do honestly such a great job at it. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. I appreciate it. I'm kind of in the same boat because I auditioned for drum major last season. I was pretty sure I wasn't going to get it because I didn't have an in-person marching season. So not really experienced. I'm going to audition again this for the coming season for drum major because that's something I really want to do. But also if I don't get it, I can see the flip side of I won't be super devastated because then I'll get to march and I'll get to bond with my section more. But yeah, I can go either ways. I definitely really want to be drum major, so I'm going to work hard towards that. But if not, I think I'll I'll definitely be okay still being a piccolo. That would be cool. I, I, I had the same kind of thing as Colton. Like, I 
I kind of, you know, well, me, I'm always planning ahead. So I had my four year plan going into college. I was like, I'm going to do freshman year marching season. And then I heard that you could be like drum majors of sophomore. I was like, I'm an audition sophomore year and then be drum major. Cause I actually hate marching. So I was like, I want to be drum major. Like I want to, and then just get to do it for three years. Don't have to march. Perfect. COVID happens. And then I'm like, okay, this screws my plan because then I was like, oh, I'm going to study abroad. So I'm going to miss a season. So then I'm not going to be able to be drum major because then there's not the continuity, whatever. And then I hear Colton's story about how like, your reasons for why you'd much rather just be a section leader and just be like more in the band than the drum major. And I was like, that actually like makes a lot of sense for me too. Um, And like, I think I never got to be section leader in marching. I was section leader in concert band, but I was never section leader in marching band. So like, I kind of missed that sort of experience too. So I don't know. I very much like followed the same route as Colton. I have an audition for leadership. I don't know if I will, maybe I will. We'll see. Why not? You should. I think it would suit you great. I see, but I don't know if I like, I can't say my time as a leader has finished. I'm done <laughs> because I lead in so many other like clubs and stuff like that. I don't know, but I feel like yeah. my time as a leader in band, the sun has set on that period of my life. Like I'm very content to just follow in terms of band at this point. I don't like, I feel like with other things, like I feel the need to lead with it. I'm like, I want to you know, have some sort of, yeah, I want to be part of, you know, guiding things or like creating things, but like the band's already established. Like, I don't need to, like, it's not me. I don't know, like building it necessarily. Like it's maintaining at this point, it's not really building it as much. So I feel like I'm very content to just be a Julia, basically (laughs) just chill for five years. Yeah. Julia. Just oh, chill for five years, like be Julia. an experience, you know, be a silent leader and say, well, not because I'm not never silent, but you know, <laughs> a, a loud silent leader and oxymoron <laughs> loud silent leader. <laughs> and you don't need a title to lead either. Exactly. You can be someone in the section who's a role model for other people yes. and you don't need to have like authority or anything. That would literally be Acacia if you end up doing what you're doing. Yeah. You're over it. You're, you're, you see, the sun has set on marching band for you, I think. That is not true. No? I, well, at least in the SDMB, it is going to set. However, no? I'm absolutely going to stay in marching band. I'm, I'm just going to teach. I okay. love teaching. Okay. I mean, as a marcher, as a member. That's a way better way of putting it. Yeah. yeah. So do you currently have a teaching position or that's something you're going to start looking for? Uh, yeah, I do teach. I teach visual. And oh. this upcoming season, I'm going to be visual caption head for my old high school. That's oh, nice. yeah. I'm excited for that. That's really cool. We talk about everything. Just we don't everything. have a filter. That's the no best. Filter. Okay. I am so pumped to go on a trip with all of you guys <laughs> I'm, because of I all the stuff that happened. everyone says that too Avantika. <laughs> yeah literally the whole band says that about the alto section and exactly. i'm so okay with it <laughs> and i think it's because the biggest difference between the altos and every other section is because you have a good mix of girls and guys every other section is dominated yeah. by one gender over true. the other that's and i true. think that's why it's like a nice dynamic that everyone gets along with each other you're fun you talk like there's not much drama 
And it's like, and we balance it too. Cause like the trumpets are just like over the top because it's the guys, like guys, guys, guys. And then like the booths are just like small and it's only Mm -hmm. one girl. So again, like a lot of the masculine energy, whatever, but then we just have the mix. Like we, because it's not just the guys, like we balance it out. I think. It's more 50-50 than the other section. And we all have our role. Like, we all have our role within the section, like, of what our, I don't know, like, what we do in our, in the interactions. I totally agree. I, <laughs> I just, my favorite thing about our section this year is the fact that everybody likes each other. And <laughs> the fact that anybody can talk to anybody. And if there's any beef then we squash the beef. And there's no beef. Man, I love band. Me too. <laughs> the stories never end. I know. I could talk to you guys for hours. Yeah, like we're... literally days. It's been an hour. Can you believe it's been an hour? It's seven. No, I literally looked down at the clock and I was like, yeah. all, we, all we've talked about is like just band. Yeah. <laughs> Which is generally what happens when we have a band person on. Yeah. Except with Taryn. Except with Taryn. Oh, yeah. Taryn, we went all over the place. It kept things interesting, though. I think it was. Taryn doesn't like band. That's true. She's yeah. a she's borderline ashamed. Yeah, she doesn't like to associate. I just. I wish everybody like, would just understand. Accept it. You know, you love it. Just yeah. Like but yeah. I just wish everybody. Whoever thinks about that as they join ASU, SDMB, all that realizes that like college marching band, mm-hmm. high school marching band, I feel like, or just high school band in general, you can be thrown into that like nerdy category and like, yeah. oh, you're a band kid. But like in high school, you're kind of the center of it. You're like, you're where it's at. Like everybody wants the band there. Even people mm-hmm. like, like yeah. it's just a culture thing. Yeah, college band is like. It's People part of going to the us. games and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Which uh, I think at my high school, it eventually became that. It didn't start that way. But then like when we had the switch of band directors, then there was also a culture change around it. And like the football team would like make a point to like make us cards and be like, thank you for being at the game. Like when you don't come to games, like we miss you. Like we feel the lack of the band. Like, so it is, it's so appreciated. I, you know what, after last year, I almost didn't do marching band. Like I sat and like, I I did have to convince you a little bit. I was like, Acacia, we need to have at least one season together. I know. I sat and stared at the Wufu for like 10 minutes and I was like, and I was like, do I fill it out again? Like, I, I feel like this part of my life is over because I didn't get to do it for the year. There was like that break of just not doing, I'm like, can I do it? Like, do I even remember how to do I'm like I don't know anyone like of like I was like honestly Avantika was like my my rock for doing it I was like I don't think I would have done it without her because I didn't know any I mean there's like two people from my high school that were in the band one of them I knew that was doing it but I'm not close with her and then another guy I found out at band camp but I'm so happy I did it like I and I was always like oh I'm only going to do two years whatever and then after this year I'm like I want to do it as long as I can because that's always what happens I love it taste of a little bit you're like you can't just know the drug yeah it is a fucking drug it's like insane no it gives me a high literally I don't do drugs because I have banned (laughs) when I was in the tunnel for the first time this year I remember like 
talking about Emma a lot, but Emma's like always next to me in drill. <laughs> so I got to know her a lot. I'm jealous. I want to be on side one. I miss you guys. Side two is too chill for me. I need more energy than is on side two. Yeah, we got that BDE on side one. Yes. I remember um, when we were running out of the tunnel for the first time this year, I look back at Emma and I was like, I was like shaking so because I was so fucking excited to run out of the tunnel. I was like, because I was like remembering back to my, my sophomore year. The last time I did this was like sophomore year, so and long ago. Year. And I'm like, are you ready? And I looked at her in the face and she was like, for what? <laughs> and I'm like, this is the funnest thing ever. And then we started and then she's like, okay. <laughs> I just remember my heart feeling so full and like so excited yeah. right before that first time. Like I was pumped. I was so ready to get oh, yeah. up. I and was... I was so nervous. I didn't play half the time. I screwed up one of my, one of the moves. Like I walked a step too far or something like that, but I was like, so proud. I was like, I, I am, I was like joining band, like for this moment, like Mm -hmm. it's all worth it. Even though I loved like every part up to, it wasn't like I was, you know, drugging through, dragging through rehearsal, like waiting for this moment, but like, like, cause I didn't even know, but then like I had like the first game and I was like, this is, this is what it's about. Like, this is what I'm Especially after a season of COVID, after not having it, then you know, you're like, oh, I missed I missed band so much. Like I, the amount of times I cried about missing band last year and I'm not a crier. I cried multiple times being like I miss my band family and I don't have that anymore because we didn't get to build that relationship last year mm-hmm. it's awesome it's awesome how close we get I don't cry easily but band is probably the thing that makes me cry the most yeah I must say I there's like two different times I cried I cried at like my senior banquet for high school mm-hmm. and I cried when I saw my high school perform at state the first year after I came back because I was so like proud of them oh but band's like the I... only thing that really makes me cry Sad. I gotta say it's like something I think about especially when I was doing the membership candidate interviews for my fraternity for the people that are freshmen this year like whenever they would say something about not getting their senior season I would always just like think back to like my senior season, like my last season and how meaningful that was to me. And I've never taken that for granted now, like, especially with COVID everyone who didn't get that. I'm just like, wow. Yeah. Thank God we got that. Thank God we got that because obviously that was was and then everything. Yeah. And then, so everything happened in spring. So I, I was so thankful because like my junior drum major that then her senior drum major season basically was non-existent. I would have, I don't even know what I would have done. I would have been so upset. Like as much, like as many things as like we lost as class of 2020, I think class of 2021 had it worse because it was basically their whole year. Oh, it's nonsense. Yeah, I because I, I have to ask this to everyone, every band person that comes on the podcast. Colton, why do you play saxophone? Mm-hmm. Is there a story where you forced into it with just, just random selection? You spun around with your eyes closed and your finger out and landed on the saxophone. How did this happen? Yeah, I, I Frankenstein to the table with all the instruments. Yes. 
Um, you want to know how I chose saxophone? Yes. Like, um, so it's actually not that big of a story, but my grandma played saxophone and I was thinking about doing band and my grandma told me a story like a few different times where she was like, yeah, I played alto saxophone when I was a kid. And that just stuck alto saxophone, alto saxophone. Cause I remember we could choose tenor or alto and I'm like, mm-hmm. I want alto because my grandma. Nice. That's awesome. See, this is always so interesting to ask. Cause everyone has a very wildly different story of why they chose whatever instrument. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Changed me, changed my life. And, and then you just stuck alive. with it. Right. Or did you pick up or no, you did pick up a couple other instruments. Didn't you want to do DCI or something? Yeah, I did mellophone. I played mellophone and I would say I got kind of proficient at it. I think I got good enough to do academy. That's what I auditioned Mm -hmm. for on Mm -hmm. mellophone. But the thing is between and I've asked brass people this before, but like the thing between woodwinds and brass is I can sit down with my saxophone and I can literally practice for as long as I can. Like, if I have a lick that I'm trying to get down, I can just sit there for hours. It, like, my lip might start getting a little numb or something yeah. in the reed, but, like, I can push through and just go bloop, 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 bloop. But with brass, but with you, brass you sit there for an hour, and then your lips start to go, and then that's it. You can't play anymore. So I remember I was trying to get good at, at like, mellophone and stuff, and I was trying to play, like, the, the show music they gave me because I got mm-hmm. a call back, and I had to, like, video myself playing it. And at this moment, I decided I didn't want to play it because I – got like halfway through the chart and I was playing it good and then the last half I couldn't play anymore because I was just so tired and I had to film the video that day and I was like all right I'm not doing this anymore and I just I didn't know that you actually auditioned (laughs) yeah I did I auditioned three times for DCI oh wow three times just for academy or did you audition for other course I auditioned for academy my junior year in mellophone in high school and then oh. I auditioned for drum major my senior year. Got really close to that one, but I didn't get it. Um, and then my freshman year, I went to California and tried for Santa Clara Vanguard on drum, or yeah, drum major again. That's then, so you did drum, so you did like n- never have done DCI audition for drum major. Yeah, actually, okay, because. Like, okay go sorry I, I keep interrupting they're, they're just starting to do that more it used to for a long time it used to be like you have to be in the core first then you become mm-hmm. a drum major but academy started doing it like a year or two before I did that and then um Santa Clara Vanguard the year I auditioned was the first year that they started like auditioning anybody and one person did get in that wasn't in the core before so nice. pretty cool stuff I see I have such imposter syndrome about that because I actually feel like I would love to do DCI, but like, I don't want to learn a brass instrument. So all I could do would be drum major, but I feel like, I mean, I don't know who would know necessarily that like I wasn't in the core, but I would have such imposter syndrome about it. I'd be like, what, like, what am I doing here? Kind of thing. I feel like it's It's harder to earn other people's respect exactly. too, because they're like how are you telling me to do stuff but you've never done exactly. this before oh and yeah I think that just be the biggest challenge yeah so that's like why I never have that and I didn't want to learn a instrument yeah I've always been jealous of people who did DCI because that mentality like I definitely have you work so hard you're driven something you love to do 
but as a woodwind, unfortunately not. Yeah, they did have Phenom. Have you guys heard about that? Where yes, I got offered to be a drum major for Phenom Mm -hmm. because my the drum major that trained me they needed a third one, and she's like, "Acacia, come audition with me, and you'll get it because I trained you." Want to know what's cool about Phenom? Yeah, they're a drum corps now. Yes, they got made a drum corps, but so they do they still have woodwinds? Hell no, they're open class, all brass. Okay, so they they cut See, it. That's, okay, so we don't even have a chance too. of that. <laughs> yeah, because the first the first time actually that I heard about Phenom was the same thing. They needed altos, and so my drum major that trained me before she was like, "Yeah, you should audition because we need saxophones." And then the next year, she was like, "We need a drum major, come be drum major." And I was like, "I don't want to pay for that." Yeah, I'm excited for Phenom this year. I'm gonna be kind of involved with all their shit. Oh, nice. It's Why is that? Exciting. Uh, I'm going to be training with them, okay. doing visual stuff. That's kinda, that'll be awesome. Kind of learning in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's, I'm pumped. That's yeah. First first year of as, as a drum corps, that wasn't a COVID year. That's going to be interesting to see. Oh, true. So yeah. they're going to be learning as they go too. That's a good experience exactly. to be part of that. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. Love me some well, band. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we've talked for so long. I feel like we should wrap it up. But of course, we have to do Song of the Week. Colton, are you prepared? Yeah. You're pre- Look, he knows. He knows. Yeah, yeah, know. is definitely not prepared. As you, <laughs> you know me. Yeah. <laughs> so Colton, would you like to start us off? What have you been listening to on repeat this week? There's two. And okay. I'm going to ask you a follow-up question. Do you want the Christmas one or do you want the normal one? Both. Both? Oh, okay. Both. Okay, well, they're... They're by the same artist. Uh, do you guys know Michael Bublé? Yes, oh, of course. And who doesn't? <laughs> we said the exact same thing. So he's got a Christmas album. He does indeed. <laughs> yeah. That White Christmas song. Such a good song. That White Christmas song. That White song. Christmas song. I, just yeah, it's White literally Christmas. White Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to, I wanted to see what the name was, so I looked at it real quick. Yeah, White Christmas. Literally. Classic. I love that song because like his rendition of it because he puts like three different versions of it in one. True. Like it's been he's done talented. in a couple different styles and he just like pulls it all together. He's such a great musician. Yeah. I, I respect him. The other one is um La Vie and Rose by him Leon as Rose. well. Mm-hmm. Vie and Rose, yeah. Nice. Beautiful. Classic. Beautiful guy. Beautiful voice. Yes, I, I like the theme of this one because for mine, I think I'm going to go with Drummer Boy by Pentatonix. I love their oh, whole... I hate Drummer album. Boy. I don't <laughs> I listen to the Pentatonix version, but I hate the original song. I don't think it's that bad. I mean, it's not, it. I wouldn't call it my favorite, but I don't hate it. But Pentatonix in general love their entire Christmas album. So that that's a top song of mine. Mm hmm. I haven't actually listened to that much music this week. Like it's been more of like podcasts and stuff. Um, but you know what? I have one I've liked for a couple weeks now that like, I don't know, it just keeps playing. And every time it plays, I'm like, you know what? This is a good song. And it's nostalgical. And I was just looking at who it is. I think it's it's Chris Brown, actually, it's featured. So there's an English verse and the English verse goes hard. It's like sexy. I love it. It's okay. it's Russian who actually I like a lot of Russian songs. They're like a I think they're a duo, but they sing in Spanish. So it's Russian, Raul Alejandro, who I went to his concert and love him. And then Chris Brown. 
And yeah. There we go. Well, this is a good episode. I feel like we really touched on band heavily, but how could we not? We all love it so much. It's like my Um, wife. Yeah. But thanks for joining us, Colton. It was fun to have you on. Thank you for having me. Yeah. This has been a lot of fun. And for our listeners, thanks for tuning in once again. And we'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening. And we'll catch you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to Staccato. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave us some stars and a review telling us what you think.